This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as it's here guys. We finally made it. We survived another summer fall camp underway for Nebraska as uh, team reported Thursday and uh, practice will begin on Friday. They'll go all weekend um, and, you know, lots of anticipation, lots of excitement here going into year number two for Scott Frost, Nate. But um, they got some good news right off the bat here um, on the eve of camp opening up. Jakeem Green confirmed to our own Mike Mattia he will be enrolling at Nebraska. He's a three-to-play two junior college defensive lineman, four-star, should be in the SEC. Um, every SEC team pretty much wanted this guy, but his uh, math class he took would not be allowed in the SEC. Nebraska took advantage of that. They were able to get Jakeem Green, and he informed them that he'll be coming to Lincoln here and ideally joining the Huskers here for training camp. Yeah, huge news uh, for Nebraska. I mean, this is something that they probably shouldn't be making news right now, but um, once he decided to take an official visit to Texas Tech towards the end of June, um, you know, it was pretty clear that he was still maybe not completely solid and, and still looking around at other options or whatever. And that was something Nebraska was prepared for because when Nebraska, you know, the way everything tra- kind of transpired with him in Nebraska, what, you know, they were unable to sign him uh, to a letter of intent. And so he was essentially still kind of a free agent out there. Like at this the Mario Stringfellow years ago. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, this is just a – it was a situation where – he was still getting contacted by a lot of schools. I mean, he was back home in, in South Carolina, just finishing up a couple of classes online. And, um, you know, when you're back home and, and, you know, kind of all you have to do is finish up a, a couple of classes online and, and work out and you still got a ton of teams contacting you all the time and, and telling you to, you know, come take a visit or do this or do that. Um, you know, it would be kind of enticing to do. And so he went and checked out Texas Tech. I know Oklahoma was also in the mix. Um, FAU was a school that was trying to get him to, to take a visit there um, and, and a number of others. But at the end of the day, I think that, you know, it was after everything kind of fell through with him in South Carolina and really the, all the SEC schools uh, since he was uh, uneligible to play in that conference, um, you know, I, I think that it was Nebraska that, that was there and kind of helped him get through it all. And, and uh, his relationship with Ryan Held and Tony Tuioti and, and the staff, I, I think that's what really – uh, kind of help Nebraska go ahead and secure this. And it's a big deal because, uh, like you said, he's a three for two. And so they lose so many guys after this year that if they were able to somehow preserve that red shirt, they could have him for two more years. He could kind of be the cornerstone of that D-line uh, after this coming season. Our South Carolina publisher, Chris Clark, uh, he sent me this text when he saw Jakeem was going to go to Nebraska initially. And he said, you know, they really wanted him at South Carolina, but they just couldn't afford to risk him a chance could, with the new 25-man rule where transfers count on that uh, with the math class thing. But he goes, he's very talented. If he gets his academics in order and and he is supported, he could be hell. He's not very confident, though, in the classroom, but he could be just one of those guys that, you know, could be a game changer. And, you know, you, you know the talent Nate down in the Jayhawk League, and he was probably regarded as the top junior college defensive lineman, not only in the in the conference of the Jayhawk League, but maybe the country – I think now the question will be, how do you rotate him in at Nebraska? 
Um, I think it makes the most sense right now to use that four-game rule with Jakeem Green. Let him play up to four games this year, but I think you obviously really need his services more for 20 and 21 than just 19 and 20. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's a given. He's for sure going to play at least four games. And, um, you know, I I think you're right. The ideal Ohio State, Wisconsin, (laughs) Iowa. Yeah, (laughs) I I think, yeah, that would be the ideal situation is if you could just kind of roll him out there for added depth for, you know, against your toughest opponents this year. Um, but I mean, he's an SEC lineman in every respect. Uh, he's six four, three oh five. Had offers from Alabama, Florida, Georgia, uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and they don't Tennessee. need guys like that necessarily unless, no. unless you're that good. Exactly. I mean, Alabama is not offering a JUCO D lineman just for uh, for kicks and giggles. I mean, it's it's they're getting somebody that can come in and, and be a dude right away. And so um, I think that's what Nebraska is getting. To me, the most intriguing part of it all is that. He could play inside at the nose, or he he's athletic enough. He could play um, end in a three four, or he could play D tackle. He could play three tech in a in a four three. And so, um, and from talking with him, it's it's been it, there's been a lot of conversations between he and Tuioti about how Nebraska is going to be fluctuating back and forth between a three four and a four three, and that he has the ability to play all across the defensive line regardless of what front they're in. Yeah, I don't know this, Nate, but I would like to think the fact that this coaching staff has been together now going into their fourth season and Nebraska is really good just getting academics and getting things in order and the communication point where then you look at Texas Tech brand new coaching staff completely out of kind of the Mike Leach Cliff Kingsbury box I mean there's just a lot of moving parts and new things going on there I think Nebraska probably had an advantage in this whole thing with Jakeem Green with just the level of organization that goes on at a place like Nebraska yeah there's no doubt about that and and I think you have to tip your head to Ryan Held I mean this is a guy who he's supremely organized when it comes to recruiting he and nobody understands probably the academic side of things especially when it comes to to junior college players better than ryan held i mean he's been a head coach at multiple jucos um so he understands all the ins and outs um and and i think that you know with his understanding and and you know the academic um you know support system and the people in that office at nebraska uh, when you combine those two things, it's a powerful thing. And I mean, we used to see it all the time with Bill Bush, um, and Bill Bush was the same way. He knew all the ins and outs uh, academically, and and he could take a guy that uh, other schools wouldn't touch because they he had poor academics, and and Bill Bush could kind of figure out a, a plan and 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 work with the academic staff at Nebraska to to get somebody you know uh, into Lincoln that probably didn't have any business getting into Lincoln. So, um, and, and that's kind of what Ryan Held does, and and I think that. Uh, you know, you, you kind of you have to tip your hat to Held and, and Tuioti for sure with uh, Jakeem Green. All right, here uh, you're listening to the Husker Online Show. Lots to talk about here about fall camp. One other news nugget I wanted to get out here, Robin. I wanted to get your reaction on this because because you just put together our tight end uh, fall camp preview. Uh, but Travis Volkolek, you know, there was a thought that Nebraska could maybe apply for a waiver because why not? Everyone's getting a waiver right now to to be immediately eligible uh, because you could almost find reasons to do it. Uh, I can tell you. Going into the start of fall camp today, Nebraska will not look to apply for a waiver, mainly because there's not a reasoning, a legitimate reasoning to put the time and the effort into doing that. And I think that gives this tight end position group a little bit more clarity because if you did have Vokalek eligible, all of a sudden maybe he is your best tight end and you have to figure out how to 
put him in that room with the other three established guys. And that would have been pretty tough for Sean Beckton to do. But nonetheless, very talented player um, and will have to probably or most likely sit out this year. Yeah, listening back to Scott Frost at Big Ten Media Day, I mean, he was asked directly about that waiver and he said they hadn't done it yet. And just kind of his tone made it seem like it really wasn't uh, at the top of their priority list. And uh, like you said, it makes sense. I mean, that is arguably one of the deepest position groups on the entire team. And really, you look ahead to next season, uh, they're going to be faced with the exact same problem because uh, basically their entire uh, depth chart returns next year. And now you add in Vokalek to that mix. But uh, it was you know one of those players where when they took him, you were like, why are they adding a tight end right now when they already have this much depth? But he is a player, you know, one of those types of players that uh, Nebraska wouldn't have taken him if they didn't think he could be an immediate impact guy. When you give him a full year now to acclimate to Nebraska, to becoming a, a Big Ten tight end, and, and to everything that uh, entails in Scott Frost offense, uh, you got to wonder what his potential really could be when you look ahead, uh, you know, another season down the road now. I mean, there's people that are saying that he's potentially got NFL uh, a skill set. And uh, when you allow that to kind of get groomed in this offense, uh, definitely gives you plenty of reason to be excited about this position going forward. All right. We got lots more to talk about on fall camp. We're going to get into the deeper storylines here next. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.